Howdy do, howdy do, podcast family. How are you? This is your girl, MGW, and this is another episode of The Spoken Word. I just want to extend special welcome to first-time listeners. If this is your first time, of course, it's a hearty, hearty, hearty welcome to you. And if you are already family, then it's an extra big up, as you know. Now, for today's episode, I just want to encourage someone. This may not be one for everyone, but if it is that you are going through a tight spot a hard you're at a hard place if you feel as if you know too many things are happening just so much is happening and you can't go any further then this is really an encouragement for you before we go any further let us pray heavenly father we thank you that you are our god we thank you that you are abba we thank you that it's in you that we live we move we have our beings and we're absolutely absolutely nothing without you. As we come to you another time as a family, we thank you for your grace and your mercies. We ask your forgiveness even now, and we ask, Almighty God, that your words will edify us, Almighty God, that we will be strengthened, that we will be encouraged, Almighty God. We ask that you lead so that we will follow, and we're careful to give you every glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our focus for this episode is going to be in the book of 1 Peter 4. 1 Peter 4 from about verse 12. Our focus is really going to be on verses 12 through to 13, but we may look at other verses. So let me read this for you from the message translation firstly. It says, friends, when life gets really difficult, don't jump to the conclusion that God isn't on the job. Instead, be glad that you are in the very thick of what Christ experienced. This is a spiritual refining process with glory just around the corner. If I were to maybe think of a theme, a topic or something, you know, something for us all to pull away from, its glory is just around the corner. And um, the reality is, especially as believers, we don't expect to go through anything. We do not expect to go through anything. When we think of suffering, when we hear of suffering, then we really oftentimes begin to ask ourselves the question, where is God in the midst of this? Where is God in the midst of this? The NIV says, and it's same two verses, Dear friends, do not be surprised at the painful trial you are suffering, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice that you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. And we're getting the same thing coming out of it. We're not supposed to consider it strange because we are pretty much walking in the footsteps of Christ as we participate in sufferings that he too would have gone through. And if I were to look over at the Passion Translation, Passion says, Beloved friends, if life gets extremely difficult with many tests, don't be bewildered as though something strange were overwhelming you. Instead, continue to rejoice. For you, in a measure, have shared in the sufferings of the Anointed One so that you can share in the revelation of His glory and celebrate with even greater gladness. 
And so what we're really getting from all of this is that we are going to suffer. We are going to experience hardship. We're going to go through trials. As, as one, one version says, you know, fiery, it, it called it fiery trials. We are going to experience those. So whenever we find some things are happening to us, it's not for us to say, why is this happening to me? No, oftentimes we'll hear a person say, instead of saying, why me? Why don't you say, why not me? It's not easy for us to, to really be going through or see somebody going through or start to question and then say, oh, why not me? But the point is, the word of God is telling us that we, 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 not because we identify with Jesus, not because we are saved, we are born again, we are no believers. All we experience is just the glory of God. No, it's, it's expected that we will also experience the suffering. Christ suffered for us. And if we are believers, if we are disciples, if we are followers of Christ, then it's only natural that we too are going to participate, partake in some suffering. And so consider it not strange. My sister, my brother, Yes, it is hard. It feels as if the furnace has been turned up seven times hotter. Seven times hotter. It's at its highest extreme. It's, it's at its highest level. But you know, even as I, as I recount that, that episode where, where the, the furnace was turned up for the three Hebrew boys to be thrown in, what we must remember is that when they were thrown in, so it was three boys that went in. But when they looked in, when the king said, I see a fourth man like the son of God walking around. So what, what I'm saying is that even when we are thrown in, when we're going through our suffering, guess what? The most important thing is that God is still with us. How do we know this? He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. David, I believe in, in Psalm 139 says, even if I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there because I can't go. Where can I flee? Where can I go from your presence? Sometimes when they, when, when again, when the heat is so much on us, when there are just so many darts coming at us, we, we want to run away. We want to flee. We want to take on the wings of the morning and fly. That's how David felt in that Psalm. But then he came back to himself. He came back to recognize that, that God is omnipresent. He's everywhere, all at the same time. And he said, even if I flee, even if I take on the wings of the morning and fly, even if I make my bed in hell, it doesn't matter where I go. Anywhere between heaven and hell, you are still going to be there. You are still with me because what? I cannot get away from your presence. And so my sister, my brother, yes, it is painful, very, very painful. It is hard. It is excruciating. Some of us, we literally feel even physical pain in our suffering. Physical pain we feel in our suffering. Sometimes it is too much. It is too much to bear. But God is with you. He is still with you. And he's not even silent. He's there going through with you nonetheless. 
And he's saying to you today, he's saying to you right now, that but for a while, but for a while, the sufferings will be over. You are just only going through this process. And, you know, as I, as I, as I, as I'm reflecting on it now, because the word of God says, open your mouth and he will, he will fill you with words. And I believe that's the experience I'm having now. When we get something, if something is handed over to us, not all of us learn to appreciate what has been handed over to us. So it is just given unto us. We didn't have to do anything for it. It is just given, just as our salvation is free. We didn't have to pay the price. Jesus paid the price for us. But it still requires something. And the truth is, when you, if you look into your own personal life, and you can look on, on times when you had to work, blood, sweat, and tears, if I might add, for something, how great the appreciation is for it. As opposed to when something was just handed over to you. Sometimes when, when a thing is handed over to us, if we can't identify and appreciate the value there and then, we don't even know how to treat and how to regard that thing that has been given to us as a gift. I don't know if you've had any experience where you would have given something to someone and when you see like there, there's just no appreciation for it. If you should check back with them, then you'll realize that they have not even treated this thing special. It was maybe so special to you because of how what you had to do in order to purchase it or to get it for them. But once you've given it over to them, it's as if it, it doesn't carry that same value that it had with you. Sometimes they do not know how to appreciate the thing. And I want to lighten that to just us, the glory of God. It's as if because salvation has been handed over to us, sometimes we just take it for granted. We take it for granted. But you see, when we have to go through our own personal experiences, when we walk into the footsteps of Jesus, there is a psalm. I wish I could remember it now. But it pretty much speaks about us walking into the path, walking into the footsteps of Jesus, because Jesus has already made that path. What we're doing is we're walking in his footsteps. If we're walking in the footsteps of Jesus, then his footsteps also came with suffering. It came with ridicule. It, it came with just, just abuse, if I may say so. Insult. It came with all of that. And if I were to jump down to even um, verse 16... It says, however, if you suffer as a Christian, do not be ashamed, but praise God that you bear that name. So the point is on verse 14, I should have just gone from 14 down. If you are insulted because of the name of Jesus, you are blessed for the spirit of glory and of God rest on you. If you suffer, it should not be as a murderer or thief or any other kind of criminal or even as a meddler. 16 again. However, if you suffer as a Christian, do not be ashamed, but praise God that you bear that name. What is it saying as you experience suffering? It, it stands to testify and to confirm that you are indeed walking in the footsteps of Jesus. Jesus suffered. 
Jesus suffered. And so if we if we are followers of Christ, if we take up the cross, deny ourselves and follow him, as he said to his disciples and ultimately to us, then it means that in following him, we too are also going to suffer. So as I started out by saying, when we, when we go through the suffering, then it places us and we come out on the other end. Then we have a greater appreciation for the glory of God. We have a greater appreciation for that processing. Because guess what? Every processing that we go through successfully, it takes us to a higher place in him. Some persons will say, every new level, it's a new devil. It means that the suffering gets greater. It means that the, the testings, the, the, the tests are harder. And if we look at it even in the natural, when you are going through a course of study, every stage, every module, it, it, it starts out easy, but the levels get harder. So yes, you go through module one, and module one, yes, it is manageable. Yes, you may have had some, some eras where you were not so sure, but with guidance and everything, you, you passed through level one and you're now at level two or module two, stage two, step two, however we want to look at it. But with every level, every module, the, 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 the tests, the situations, the scenarios, it gets harder. It gets harder and so it is in our walk with Christ. The enemy plan from day one, which has not changed, is to kill, steal and to destroy. And so he's always strategizing, how am I going to get rid of this one? How am I going, how am I going to get rid of her? How am I going to get rid of him? And so sometimes even when the suffering comes at us, we're saying, oh, no, 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 this is it. I can't go any further. I'm calling it quits. I'm done. I'm throwing in the towel. And if you ever get to the point of throwing in the towel, is it because you've signed up with Jesus and he's with you? You know what is going to happen? He's going to throw back the towel at you and he's going to say, no, what? No. Dry your tears, wipe your face, wipe the sweat off, continue to go. At this point in time, it's not even about your speed. It's not even about how fast you can go because the, the, the battle, the race is not for the, the race is not for the quick. Neither is the battle for the strong, but for those who can endure to the end. So it, come, it, it, it calls for endurance. It calls for persever perse perseverance at this time. So it's not about how quickly can I get to the finishing line, but it's about us not neglecting, not, not shortcutting, not um, shortchanging the experiencing and the processing, the suffering that we are going through. Through the pain, there's going to be a greater gain. We cannot neglect, neglect the suffering, the, the, the processing, all that we are experiencing at that point in time. But as I said before, the glory is around the corner. Just get around to the corner. 
Just get to the finishing line. Just, just get through this. Just get through this stage because right around the corner, there is a greater glory for you. Right around the corner, there is breakthrough. Right around the corner, you're going to be able to say it was worth it after all. It was worth it after all. Bless the name of Jesus. I know that we can all look to see some great men and women of God, not only just from the Bible, like I know most of us, we would, we would love a, a, a David. We would love a Paul. We would, we have so many that we love that we would say, yes, these are my, my, my Bible hero and, and, and all and Esther. But when we look at some, oftentimes we just look at the glory. We look at the glory. We look at their victory story, but we fail to look at the, the, the suffering that they went through. When we look at, at David, for example, David was anointed king and yet he had to be running away. He could not be on that throne to say, oh yes, I am the king of Israel. He went through suffering because he was anointed for king. So, and, and, and if we, if we, if you should look at it in your own context, look at it in maybe just look at, look at someone who you admire. Maybe it could be somebody on your television screen who is a televangelist or your local minister, um, someone who you admire, someone who you say, yes, here is someone who is holding up the banner of God. Oftentimes, you may just admire that person for the anointing that they carry. You may admire that person for ju just, just how the Lord uses them, how he manifests in and through them. But sometimes, if you are not so closely familiar with them, you may not even know their, their, their stories of suffering even so many of us, we, we, we admire a Billy Graham because of, you know, just all that he has been through. And I remember just reading something about his life. And when he started out, he was the only Christian in his household. He was saved and he was doing so much for everyone out there. The Lord was using him. But when he got home, when he got home, what he was feeling, he could not share it with his family. He had to go through that and I may want to say a personal suffering. And so every single one of us, we will go through suffering. The level that you're at with Christ, the level that you're at in your walk, it will determine the suffering that you may experience at that stage. But as the word of God says, do not be surprised at it. Do not consider it strange. Do not say, why is this happening to me? As a matter of fact, as, as we're encouraged in it, it says, still find a way to give God thanks. Still find a way to worship. Still find a praise in it. Still find a way how to rejoice in it. Because when you look through the lens of God, then you'll realize that, no, I'm not just going through this for nothing. Something greater is ahead of me. It's a spiritual refining process with glory just around the corner. It's not easy for us to be glad when we're suffering. And I'm being real with you. No one likes to go through anything. No one likes pain. 
unless you have that that kind of a um i don't remember what they call it but let me just say fantasy just now but the average human being the average person does not like to go through pain and suffering and hardship why should we but as believers think it's think it not strange it's a part of our walk it's a part of the calling and it is preparing us for what is ahead and so as i said this is not one for everyone you may not be going through a moment of suffering now you may have just gone through a moment of suffering and you're at the point of rejoicing totally rejoicing understanding valuing what you went through based on where you are now you may be you may be in preparation to go through suffering but the point is at some point in time once we are walking with god once we are on this christian journey we are going to suffer and if i were to to go down further in this passage verse 17 through to 19 says and this is from the message it says it's judgment time for god's own family we're first in line if it starts with us think what it's going to be like for those who refuse god's message if god if good people barely make it what's in store for the bad so if you find life difficult because you're doing what god said take it in stride trust him he knows what he's doing and he'll keep on doing it or take away from this is for us to remember that god is still with us even in our moments of suffering he is still with us because he made a promise that he will never ever leave us nor forsake us another takeaway is that through our suffering there is a greater glory that we will receive we will have a greater appreciation for it i don't know if you've ever heard the saying you don't know my glory or you won't understand my glory until you know my story that is it in essence perhaps it is said different ways in different circle but until you understand somebody's story you won't understand why they worship the way they worship you won't understand why they live the way they live for god it's in jamaica we we have a term where we'll say go hard or go home it means as if it, it's pretty much saying that do the full 100 give the full 100 so when you've gone through a period about a round of suffering then you understand that i i came through this <laughs> i came through this and i'm on the other end so this is why i do the things i do the way that i do so guess what let's appreciate each other Let, let's 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 really as the word of god says lift them up with our words so when we see someone going through send encouragement their way even if we don't speak to them physically pray them up in the spirit 
Pray a word of encouragement. Ask God to strengthen their inner man. Ask God to keep them through this. Because what we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. In our suffering, of course, we can go through. Through the hardship we can go through. We can go through anything that life puts at us. Anything that the Lord allows. So many times when we're going through the situations, you know what we say? It's the enemy. Not everything bad that happens to us is coming from the enemy's camp. God allows suffering for his greater glory to be revealed in our lives. And so sometimes when we're going through, when we're going through, we need, we need to understand, we need to go back to source. We need to ask the Lord, maybe ask him, what is it that you're trying to, as, as, as I think it's the message that says, it's a refining process. What are you trying to refine in me? It's not always the enemy, my brother and my sister. Sometimes the enemy name, the enemy name gets called up more than it needs to be called up. In all things, God works for our good. And so even in the suffering, just remember that glory is just around the corner. And so that's the encouragement today. That's the encouragement today to you. Hold on. Hold on a little longer. Hang on in there. It's not easy. I know. We know. God knows. More importantly, most importantly, God knows and he's with you. But glory is just around the corner. Think about it. What if you were to just quit now? What if you were to say, you know what? This is it. I'm not going a second. I'm not going a minute. I'm not going a step further. This is it. And you decide to quit, literally quit. And when you quit, you, you get the opportunity to take the step further. You get the opportunity to go the minute further just to see what you, you've missed. And you realize that it was just at that point that you were going to cross over it is said that the darkest part of the night is just before day, daybreak. Hold on. Weeping is but for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Hold on, my brother. Hold on, my sister. It will be worth it after all. It will be worth it after all. So again, let's read back verse 12 and 13 as we close. Friends, when life gets really difficult, don't jump to the conclusion that God isn't on the job. Instead, be glad that you are in the very thick of what Christ experienced. This is a spiritual refining process with glory just around the corner. I am encouraged and I hope that you were encouraged. I hope that you will Come away having a greater appreciation for what you're going through. Having a greater appreciation, a greater desire, a greater interest to get around the corner. God bless you. God bless you. God love you. God keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and give you his peace now and forevermore. Amen. This is your girl MGW signing out from another episode. And we see you soon. What good?